Corsair stock is down 50% in the last year. Is now the time to buy? YouTube intros are hard. Welcome to Alphabets, a weekly conversation where we dissect interesting companies to help you understand the key performance drivers. We've spent the last week pouring over Corsair so that you can understand what the investment thesis is and the pitfalls in about 12 minutes. Today, I'm joined by Ross Klein, the CIO of Change Ridge Capital, Pat Connolly, our resident stock detective, and Strat Becker, author of the Theta Thoughts newsletter. I'm Nathan Warden, and it's time to talk Corsair. Corsair is a computer peripherals and hardware company. Strat, why do you believe the creator economy is the next media super cycle? And why is no company better poised than Corsair to benefit? I think there's a couple of reasons. One of the most important is the increasing ability to monetize it, not just for people to make content, but for marketers to push money in to actually get better targeted ads out to people. Not to mention the video game space as an industry is larger than the movie industry at this point by a massive margin. So it's really driving more and more money into this place. I think Strat's argument makes a ton of sense. My question though, how Corsair is the key beneficiary in that changing landscape? I think they're one of the key beneficiaries because some of the products that they have are things that only they have, but are still a necessity to create certain kinds of content. If you want to take it any bit serious, you need some of the products that they have. Do you have any examples of the products that are must-haves for those high-end gamers or streamers? Yeah, I actually have one I can show it off right here slightly to actually show it off. It's this piece right here. This whole keypad thing, I have it set so I can go to different scenes on my computer, open different tabs, launch different programs, insert different messages into chats at different points, trigger sound effects, toggle mute myself or my desktop at any given moment. Really a game changer because before this product, what you'd have to do is tab into something else manually go on your screen and click that while not being able to pay attention to what else was going on. This is the only product on the market where you don't need to actually change anything else you're doing. You just move your pinky over. You just tap a button and it flips what you need to do automatically. It's relevant for anyone that wants to take streaming seriously. Pat, tell me a little bit more about your planned obsolescence theory and how important latency is to gamers. Your competition is always improving. Everyone's always getting the hottest and greatest new technology. So if you want to compete at all, you have to get comparable technology just to even have your skill showcase itself. The upgrade cycles will be accelerated as technology accelerates. So you're not replacing your hardware when your device dies or breaks. You're replacing it when your competitors get new hardware, which is great for replacement cycles. Rosser Strat, do you have any data on Corsair being at that cutting edge of the best stuff to be competitive in esports or streaming? The data point I would point to is pricing and the ability to hold market share. So they've been able to hold market share at a high level for a little while now. And they're doing it at a 30% pricing premium to their peers in that gaming components and system segments. In the peripherals, mice, keyboards, it's kind of commodity stuff. I wouldn't look to that for their pricing power argument. But in that power supply units, cooling systems, DRAM, it's premium pricing and they're holding shares. So it's probably a premium product. This isn't a keyboard, mouse, headset company. This is power supply units, cooling systems, and DRAM. That's the core of the business. That's 70% of the revenue. Revenue, that's the business where they have a big market share. Peripherals is a much more competitive end market. You're going up against the Logitechs of the world there and a number of other visible competitors in components and systems. They've carved out a really valuable niche. There's some seasonality going on. There's post-COVID lapping of growth, but that's to me the core of the business that needs to be valued. Did we find any dealer inventory metrics like velocity at stores or sales per store holding up or falling? And are there any red flags like dis? 
discounting of Corsair's products. In the last quarter, we had inventory numbers that were much higher than normal, despite revenue going down. Inventory turns are slowing dramatically. The company says it's because of the supply chain issues. They're stocking up on inventory so they can meet future demand. But inventory has been rising for more than just a quarter. That doesn't strike me as them acting preemptively. That strikes me as a potential concern that they're not selling through. Further on the call, they had said, look, our input costs are rising and we're having a hard time passing those costs through to consumers. So those are real fundamental concerns. One of the problems right now, at least, is consumer price elasticity. While in the peripherals market, they can't really make as many incremental adjustments in price, they have to do more pricing on those bigger products that cost more. Someone might want to buy a PC for $1,500, but they're not going to want to buy it for $2,500 just because the GPU is in that short supply. So they'll wait. And that's going to be a drag on cash flow, a drag on profitability. They still have debt that they have to pay off, obviously. So it's worth and valid to consider it. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. But that's not a bull case for the stock today. I keep finding myself agreeing with everything Strat is saying, but then wondering, is Corsair the stock I would buy? Not necessarily saying it's not. I, I don't know. I do have a question. This I think is worth talking a little bit about. It's a potential risk is cloud gaming. It would put a lot of their portfolio at risk. If we take a look at what came out of CES a week ago, you had yeah. Amazon, Google, Samsung, LG, NVIDIA, all launch products that push people into cloud-based gaming. That would put like two thirds of their business at serious risk. Is that something that investors think much about? I don't think it's the forefront of investors' minds simply because a lot of the past pushes in the cloud gaming have really not been successful to date. Yeah. If you look at Stadia and stuff, for example, they really were kind of flops. They were branded at the start as kind of the next gen of gaming and then fell through. Why is gaming such a different end market than computing broadly or data storage or back office systems for large enterprise? It's mostly the specs. There's different types of GPUs that you'll try to and even CPUs and other types of components within, say, a game and computer or different monitors that you'll want to use for better types of quality and processing or lowering lag and latency than you necessarily would for other types of general enterprise software and hardware. So that's kind of where you have some level of protection from the rest of the market. But that doesn't mean that going forward, you can't see more ebb and flow. Corsair puts around a little over 10% of its revenue directly back into R&D. That's why they're pumping out new products all the time. But they also are trying to pump out new products in a way that target spaces that they're stronger in and don't really face as much of a risk. People seem to love the product. The reviews online are great. The metrics that you track on Google Trends or some Twitter tracking services are fantastic. It is a well-liked product and I presume there's a pretty healthy consumer return profile. It does offer them the potential to go direct to consumer. Once you're established as a consumer, you might start your search at Corsair rather than at Amazon next time. But I think some of the struggles to get to direct to consumer more is really, even though the nerd that's building their high-end PC is going to do a lot of research online, they will still love to go to their micro center and take a better look at all those specs and talk to the other people there in person as well. So Eagle Tree is a private equity firm that bought almost all of Corsair in 2017 and then took them public in 2020. Why is Eagle Tree one of your negatives, Strat, when considering to invest in Corsair? They made a huge profit on the company, buying it at $550 million, which puts their cost basis at like 5 
five to six dollars a share. The stock's trading around 20 today. It's at over 40 for much of the first half of 2021. They're obviously unloading their, their stake. They own about 77% of the company. As of the middle of June, they were down to 54%. So they sold a very large share. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's good on them for making a big profit. But within the nine months since the IPO, over 4% of all stock volume was Eagle Tree just selling stock. Them unloading shares creates what you can argue is an artificial drag on the price of the stock. Short run price is often a function of supply and demand. If you're tilting the supply out uh, and the demand's the same, price is obviously going to fall. To Strad's point, they own 57% of the company. They used to own more of it. That is selling pressure. It's always important as a prospective investor to look at who owns the stock and whether or not those folks are likely to be buyers or sellers in the future. A former VC or former private equity type owners do tend to have a duration. In this case, it sounds like there is a duration for the ownership. They're moving in the direction of selling. This is an especially high number though. 57% ownership from a prior owner is a big number. It's not something that is normal. The buyer of last resort, the buyer is a seller. Is there anyone that you see that could be the new buyer of last resort? Yeah. I mean, the struggle with that is this was a growth story that isn't growing right now. Usually in those cases, the buyer of last resort is a value investor and you haven't quite hit the point where you're in real value territory, just quantitatively. What's the level that you would think that this stock is now in the value territory? A decent chunk of their business is peripherals, which doesn't get a high multiple. The other part of their business is actually lower margin. It's hard to give them multiples of, of sales when it's an EBITDA free cash flow type model that doesn't have massive long-term growth and it's not highly, highly scalable like a software business. I'd look to see high single digit EBITDA multiples before I started to say this is deep value. I want to take a look. If you're a deep value investor, purely. All right, Ross, any predictions for us on Corsair? I would keep a very close eye on inventory turns and the dynamic that the supply chain has impacted them. If you start to see those inventory turns improving while supply chain improves, then I think it coincides with the narrative that management has created that they're building inventory because they want to have enough product to sell in the future. That to me would be the key indicator in the short term. Drat, any predictions? Just because I think it might be a good company doesn't mean that I think it might be a good stock. You got pros and cons on both sides of the table. And I think Ross's point, particularly about watching the sales cycle, what their inventory term was like, particularly important. Until you get better clarity on that, it's hard to really push forward too much and say yes or no either way. So if you're allowed to share, are you buying Corsair stock? I'm watching it. That, that wouldn't necessarily mean I'm buying it. I kind of want to wait and see. It's one of those prove it to me stories from the company side. So I can ask you this. Are you buying Corsair right now? Uh, no. Cool. And also I'm not buying. So we have two not buying, one watching and one and one <laughs> no comment. Thanks a lot for tuning in to Alphabets. If you think Corsair is going to kill it and we are all wrong, please let us know in the comments. We love hearing from you. Catch you next time.